Hey friends, it's Mark James and it is Monday. Say hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. That's not what I meant, is it? That's what you said. Say hi to them. Hi to them. Not them. Who are they? Who are they? This is really boring doing this every time. We haven't done it every time. Well, you told me what to say and I said it. Say hey, the friends. Hey, the friends. Oh, you've ruined it. (laughs) Hey, friends. Um, So it's Monday. And I'm just heading into the kitchen. Sarah and I have just eaten pizza. Chicago Town Pizza. I like their pizzas. They're very good for a, for a pizza that just goes in your freezer and you cook in the oven at home. They are top class. Alexa, turn on the kitchen lights. I'm really sorry if you have one of those in your house. And because of me saying that, now your kitchen lights are on. <laughs> but I've just walked into the kitchen. We have a button as well. We have a smart button that you can... uh, Well, I know what you're thinking. Isn't that just a light switch? No, it isn't. It goes over your light switch so that you don't accidentally flick the power off so that it stays digitally controlled so you can use your voice or you can use the button. So it's a little smart button. But my hands were full because I was carrying the pizza plates in and a tub of uh, garlic mayo that was in the living room. I'm in here to make a cup of tea and to record this podcast. And this is a perfect example of waiting... You know, I always say, oh, I didn't do the podcast straight away because I wanted to wait until a couple of things had happened. This is a perfect example of that, and I'll tell you why. I just did a show online. Uh, There's two guys. They're called Kevin and Carlson. I don't really know Kevin, but Carlson, Rune Carlson, he is a Norwegian magician, and he's one of those. He knows a lot about tech. He's one of the people. there's There's a group on Facebook, which if you're not a magician, you won't know about. But there's a group on Facebook, it's called the Magic and Mentalism Zoom Group. I think it was set up by a mentalist called Leo Manor. Anyway, I'm just putting some plates in the dishwasher, so hang on. Set up by a mentalist called Leo Manor. And Room, uh, I'm not in it anymore, but I was in it. I left because I, as you know, have basically deleted my Facebook and I don't really use it anymore or go on there and post because you just find it too distracting. It gets in the way of the rest of your life. So he's a co- fairly committed poster on there and he's very helpful and he shares a lot of advice and he seems like a really nice dude. So when he asked me, would you mind doing our show? So him and this other chap, they run a podcast together and they were doing a show to raise money for, I believe, cancer research, which, um, as you know, my mum had bowel cancer, which she survived. And Sarah had um, a melanoma on her back, which she's, of course, you know, fine from now. It's a cause that I care about. And I think, you know, worldwide, it's probably the number one thing that most people care about because cancer affects so many people. And because they're such nice guys as well, of course, I said yes. And they only wanted me to do 10 minutes and I was opening the show along with... um, Along with a couple of guys whose names are very difficult to say. (laughs) And Chris Pillsworthy and Sean Farquhar. Now, Sean Farquhar and I did a show together 10 years ago, the IBM in Southport, UK. It's my first major convention booking, 2011. And Sean was the headliner. So it was nice to be back on the same bill again, 10 years later. And uh, we had a little laugh about that in the comments, in the chat beforehand. And then I got introduced and I did my spot. And it was fun. I only did two things because they only needed eight to ten minutes. So I did my cup and bottle trick, otherwise known as the chop cup. And I did the multiplying bottles, which is pretty much my 
go-to trick at the moment. It's the number one thing that I'm doing because I'm enjoying doing it and it's going well and audiences seem to like it. So that's what went on. And um, it was a fun show. I enjoyed the short bit that I did and then, you know, came back in and got up to some other stuff and nice to be back in the virtual world again for the first time in a while. I've got another virtual show as well and I've got one on Wednesday, which is going to be fun. It's a murder mystery. I haven't done one of those in ages. feels like my last murder mystery was months ago, and I think it was. It was about six weeks since I lasted a murder mystery show, so it was fun to have one to do tonight. I can head back into the kitchen now. I came out because the kettle was so noisy. It was fun to have one to do tonight and then be able to leave it set up, so I'm very low stress on Wednesday because it's during the day on Wednesday. So, is that new milk? That's new milk. Yeah, uh, the next show is during the day on Wednesday. So I've left the entire show set up, cameras ready, everything. I just need to flick it on, microphones out, basically everything's ready to go. And then my next show after that is Curious Mysteries at the weekend on Saturday. So what else has happened today? I watched the Scotland-Czech Republic game. Now apologies if you're not a football fan because obviously the Euros are on. It would be Euro 2020, but obviously it's 2021 because the Euros got cancelled last year when they should have happened, 2020. But they're still calling it Euro 2020, which I think is good. Maybe they'd already had the um, banners printed. <laughs> but I love the Euros. It's probably my favourite cup uh, competition in football, aside from the FA Cup, which I think is brilliant. And the Premier League and Championship, of course, which are, you know, within the UK. The Euros, there's something that's really good about it. I mean, the World Cup is good, but the World Cup is so big that it almost feels a bit unmanageable. Whereas the Euros, I really like them. My favourite club competition ever was Euro 1996. <coughs> Euro 96 was the one where Paul Gascoigne scored one of the best goals you'll ever see in your life. David Seaman was in goal. There was penalties. Stuart Pearce was on form. Just loads of great stuff happened in that competition. And so Euro 96 for me has always been like the quintessential best football competition I've ever seen. And probably because I was 11 years old at the time that it was on. It's probably the, the sort of the thing that most got me into football as a kid. You know, watching that and seeing the passion and the song Three Lions, Bedeal and Skinner. And the guy from the Lightning Seeds stirring my brew. I have to be careful when I stir my brew. Because if the spoon scrapes around the inside of the cup, not only does it make a noise that I don't like, but there's a feeling that transcends through the spoon that I don't like. So I try not to touch the spoon if I can help it. And to touch the sides. Anyway... So the Euros are special, I think. It's my favourite competition in football, so I'm really enjoying watching it. Anyway, Scotland played today. They played against the Czech Republic. I'll probably mention at least one result every day because for the next month, I'll get to watch at least one football match every day, which makes me very happy. Now, Scotland, unfortunately, got battered today. They were doing all right in the first half. They probably should have been 2-0 up. But a couple of bad decisions and... They let in a goal, and then they sort of seemed to lose heart to me a little bit. And then in the second half, they got a, an absolute belter of a goal past them. I mean, I do not know what Scotland's goalkeeper was doing so far off his line, but he got a lob from just past the halfway line, so it was unbelievable. 
and they went down 2-0. Scotland's next game is Friday at 8pm against England. So that's going to be good. I'm hoping that England batter them worse than the Czech Republic because that'll give us good stead as well. The only uh, team we have to play in our group then is the Czech Republic. And if we beat Scotland, that'll make us feel like we've got a good shout against Czech Republic. So that's basically what's going on in football, uh, or at least today. Last but not least, I did the maths today. Today is episode 294. Monday, today, 294. That means that episode 300 is on Sunday. This Sunday, episode 300. That means we are 65 days away from my birthday when I will turn 36. And the podcast will have to make some decisions for itself about whether it stays or goes. But the point is, 300 episodes. That's wild, isn't it? Can you believe it? If you've listened to all of them, you're a saint. By the way, I do still owe some people some stuff that I am intending to send. I'm just going to send it, right, without the boxes that I was waiting for. Because Curious Monkey has gone right on the back burner with shows coming back. Sorry if that's a horrible cracking noise. I've got biscuits. Yeah, Curious Monkey's gone on the back burner. Alexa, turn off the kitchen lights. If you couldn't be bothered to turn your own kitchen lights off because I turned them on earlier, then I've probably just turned them back off for you and you're welcome. Anyway, so I'm just going to send out that stuff if I owe it to you. Three of you that I owe stuff to in normal boxes because the Curious Monkey boxes are not coming yet. There's too many other things to do. I've got a very exciting thing happening on Saturday, which will pertain to what I'm potentially going to be doing next summer. Uh, Remind me about that if I don't tell you, but I will because it's big news, but I can't tell you until I've had the meeting. (laughs) Anyway, bye friends.